Welcome to the Lawyer Human Show. That's Shreya. That's Colin. And we are partners in life and business. Woo! Yeah. Sullivan and Sullivan is a boutique photography studio that specializes in weddings and small business branding. They have a really interesting and beautiful aesthetic, and I would highly recommend checking them out. Their personalities also shine through clearly in their writing and social media, which is a delight to see and experience. It drips out. It does. They also have recently expanded to offer web design and business mentorship and coaching. They also have movable feast retreats where they take 15 or so people to different countries every or to a different country every year. They rent out the most amazing accommodations that are unique to the country they are in. They explore the food and culture with the goal that people will leave inspired to take these experiences and live a more soulful, meaningful, and full life. I got to tell you, Shreya, I was following along this year on the Instagrams. Were you? For their feast. And it looked fantastic. I know. I can't wait to attend one year. It looked like a real life experience. There were times... They were all wearing beautiful white clothes. Yeah. It looked very relaxing, very... Mm. When Laura sits down to either write copy or come up with a big new idea, she just says, Lord, give me the confidence of a mediocre white male. <laughs> yeah. Mm. There's, a, there's definitely so a scrappiness real. that needs to happen when you start any kind of business on your own. And I see it time and time again of like, oh my gosh, I have this idea for a business, so I got to find a logo designer. And you're like... No, you logo don't. Logo step 975. Yeah. <laughs> like you've got, you've got, you got to figure out so much stuff before that. Yeah. And like with movable feasts, like the fact that we have a sort of deep core of the, of the brand or the philosophy or the manifesto of the brand being this sort of like push toward slower, more soulful living. Um, and that has to do with like your life philosophy, the way you walk through the world, the way you eat your food, the food you eat. Um, the fact that it has this deep core, it means that when we show up to a 16th century uh, abbey in the middle of nowhere in Sicily, where there's like, not, we have no idea what we're going to walk into in terms of silverware or plates or so many of the things that we like to make uh, the tablescapes and everything beautiful. We have no idea what we're walking into, but you kind of have to just figure it out when you get there where if you concern yourself like okay i need the property i need the chairs to be just right um yeah you almost have to just like say yes and then follow through on that yes mm -hmm. i will also say that i think it's really hard to get out of that mindset of when you have an idea not immediately going to what you why it won't work and i think that's i think and i'll generalize here but i think especially for women it's really difficult mm. to um step into that bold layer that's the next step. And I I love you white guys, but there's nobody bolder than a white man. <laughs> and who like who doesn't know that you think like so basically having Tim as the voice in my ear being like, no, we can totally do it. Like failure's not an option. Literally Tim's life philosophy is failure's not an option. And I love that about him. But I also feel like you start to think about like, oh my gosh, I know so many mediocre white men who don't care and are just like making stuff happen, even though they're not the most qualified, nobody in this room I, I, am, I, am I talking about. But like they make things, like there's an attitude of like, I'm gonna make it happen um, because no one's ever told me that I can't. And I think kind of channeling that energy when you're ready to make a bold leap is really cool and really important to think like, why, like if someone else can do it, why can't I? Like I might like say it in jest, but it really is important to have those voices to kind of remind you like, oh yeah, 
Like, of course I can quit. Like, I didn't want to quit my social work job. And Tim was like, just quit it. It's not working out for us. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> You come yeah. home with so much baggage from work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think there, keep that in mind. There's another element, though, of like the frivolity of like, oh, I'm just going to leave my job. I'm going to start this business. I need a new logo. It'll be great. Um, and to take a step back, and like, we were talking about bringing along other people for the ride, but I think that there's an important thing of realizing like what is your greater vision for the business and how can you set up the back end of it so that it speaks to the psychology of those you want to bring in. Because if you're not willing to do like sort of the deep work to figure out exactly what it is um, that, that you most want to attract, uh, then you're going to be always surface level and, and, and without that deep work, the business probably won't work. So like, I'm, I'm still hesitant when people are like, I have this business idea. I want to get it done. Here's what it is. And it's sort of like, all right, step back. And like, what is the deep work behind it? And if you're willing to put that work in, then totally, I think that you're going to take off and human lawyers, uh, lawyer humans is a, is a great <laughs> example of that. Like you knew exactly who you wanted to attract yeah. and you knew exactly who you wanted to show up to your doorstep and then went about like you had the deep core and the, and the, the harder stuff behind it. And then it's just a matter of building out the aesthetics and that part's way easier. Colin. Mediocre white man. Mediocre <laughs> white man. Do you think that you give me the courage of a mediocre white man? Well, you know, I guess I have the permission to just toot my own horn. Yeah. Here. I'm gonna I'm gonna tap into that white man experience. Um yeah, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say it's all thanks to me. <laughs> no, I, I imagine I do because um I don't know it has to do with being a mediocre white man, but I feel like I've definitely pushed you into things that you weren't doing. And I was like, hey, Shreya, you got this, You girl. always push me to raise my rates. I do. <laughs> but I feel like in some ways, I already had the courage of a mediocre white man. Mm. And I pushed you in those ways to really own yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we've supported each other. Yeah, yeah, totally. The other thing that I thought was interesting that they were talking about was just about how um, starting a business is a lot of work and people shouldn't discount that by just being like, I'm going to quit my job and start a business. Right. I feel uh, like we've encountered people in our lives who have made that proclamation before. Yeah, that's why I was hesitating. I'm like, do I... Do I open this can? Do we no, open it? I don't think we fully open the can. I think the can stays partially closed. Well, we're not going to name names. Yeah. No, of course but not. there's certainly, and I was just thinking about that, this other chat we were having where, you know, people are like, oh, you lived the dream. You came into work at 10 o'clock. And I'm like, no, I've been at home working. Yeah. It's like <laughs> six o'clock. And then when we go home later, we're going to work some more today. Right. Like, I went home yesterday and I worked until like 11 p.m., but people don't necessarily see that. They just see you come in, like stroll in at 10, and they're like, oh, you're just like getting into work. Right. <laughs> or the other you now classic example we have is taking that, you know, five-week trip last year. 
Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh my God, I w- I'm going to start a business so I can do that. And I'm like, this is the first trip we've taken in like six years. Yeah. <laughs> and we worked. And we worked the whole time. Yeah. It was just like cool because we were working somewhere else. Right. And kind of getting some time during the day to go explore new places. Yeah, for sure. It's a dance. You can just figure out like where you guys are good and then trust the other person to handle it. But we got in so many fights when we first started out, just like trying to figure out like who, not only who was going to do what, but how do we speak to each other as coworker? Like I still to this day, I'm like, I'm framing this as a coworker, not as your wife. Like here's something that I really think about what things are like, how things are going. And I say, you'll never love me. (laughs) Ah! But I do think it's like easier for me to compartmentalize than you. Like you take, you tend to take things personally. How dare you? When I <laughs> when I want to have a business discussion, and it, so it's almost like yeah, like the th- the details of like he does taxes and I do all the emails. And if he gets an email inbox, I'm like, get out of the inbox. Like you don't you know what you're doing. Her name wrong. You don't. Yeah, you just don't know what you're doing. And that's fine. <laughs> Is that familiar? <laughs> it's not for everyone to work with your partner. By any means, but if it is a good, if it is, if you think it's a good fit for you, I feel like you grow so much as a couple as well as individually mm-hmm. by the lessons that you have to teach each other and that you have to learn. Like we always feel like we've been married for twenty five years um, because yeah. of just the sheer intensity of all of the things <laughs> we've done in our relationship. It's it's not like we like come home from work and we're like have an hour together. It's you're just in the trenches all day <laughs> with yeah. your person, and that's. I'm not for everyone, but it's definitely for us. And I feel grateful for how it's forced me to grow faster. Are we going to talk about time travel? Time travel? Yeah, the passage of time. Uh, Yeah, sure. Talk about it. Well, we're talking about being together longer than we actually have. Yeah. Like, life seems like an eternity. Or time moves so slow. No, wait, fast. As you get older, time seems to move faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what I'm saying is that we spend so much time together. We mm. technically have been long together longer. So if your typical couple only sees each other after work and on the weekends. Right. And they've been married for 10 years. But if we see each other all day long, even after, during work, after work. On, on the, the weekends. weekends. <laughs> I mean, that's like five times longer. So a 10-year partners in life and business marriage is like a 50-year marriage. I feel as though we've been together forever in a good way. Yes. As in, I know you so well. Yeah. Or maybe they just share an office space and do totally separate things. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Why put yourself Why through that? Why wouldn't you get in the inbox and try and do the other person's emails? <laughs> Calm down. Micromanage. It's, like? it's a philosophy. Yeah, Colin, for those of you who don't know, is a bit, has a tendency to be a bit of a micromanager, but I just tell him to buzz off. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like, we had a, um, a discussion early on of like, okay, we don't want to talk about work at dinner. And then we were kind of like, our work is... If you're really doing it right, it's so all-encompassing of so many different aspects. It's not like you're like, oh, I clocked into a cubicle and then I yeah. entered data for eight hours. It's like, of course we want to talk about work. Like, it's our life project, a lot of these things. And, and it, if we don't want to talk about them at dinner, like, what is our life project that isn't getting served? And I suppose there could be a situation where, like, okay, I have this business idea where I want to sell uh, 
uh, Mike Ditka action figures to children uh, because I think that that'll be profitable because I know Chicago real well. Uh, that's not like a deep heart project. You're doing like I, f I feel like there are businesses you can get into just to make money, but ours, neither of our businesses are one of them. Like we, these are like we want, these are our visions of the world and how we want to. That was one of my favorite tidbits from our conversation with them. It just it really pulled at my heartstrings. Just the idea that this is our life project. And I feel like that resonates with a lot of the partners in life and business that we've spoken to, where the business that they're creating together is their life project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we tried the whole no, no work talk at dinner. Oh, yeah, we failed it, so miserably. Right, so I like that we've been given permission to fail. Yeah. It's a good reason to fail. Yeah. It's a good sign that we failed at, at doing that. It would be really difficult not to talk about something that we're passionate about. And I just really enjoyed the way that they phrased it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to confess something to you. Oh, okay. I got a lot of warm fuzzies in this conversation. Yeah, it's true. I left pumped. I was, Me too. Yeah. This is not the only episode we're going to do with them we're gonna do a second episode and it's gonna be a love episode it's gonna be about love no no we don't get to see them. well we might get to see them again no, a sequel oh yeah we get a sequel wow. um and so to sum up this episode i'm just gonna play a funny oh are you from it was an outtake that was like a funny are we all gonna have a chuckle i or don't know Buckle in for a chuckle, folks. <laughs> What's me talking about what caused failure? Mm. Caused our failure. Roll the clip, then. Yeah. What, was the, what was the cause of the failure? Uh, me. It was me. That was it. Oh. you or do you want to end it with do you have a quote that you want to end it with a funny quote no okay uh, bye colin bye felicia <laughs> okay well i think my levels might be too high um are they are they really can you give me a tap down a little tap down Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tap. Um, hmm, hmm. <laughs> All right, wait.